My 7 Chakras, episode 170. You can get what you want by helping other people get what they want. The 7 Chakras, swirling vortices of energy, positioned throughout our body, from the base of the spine to the crown of the head. For thousands of years, this ancient wisdom has been passed on from master to disciple. What are the functions of these energy centers? And could these chakras help you unlock your destiny and find your true purpose? Welcome to My 7 Chakras. And now, your host, Aditya Jai Kumar. What's up, my action-taking family? AJ here, founder and host of My 7 Chakras, the show where we dig deep into the ancient world to uncover nuggets of wisdom that can change your life. As you guys know, this is one show where we believe that it's finally time for science and spirit to join hands to take on the biggest challenges that we are facing as a species, overcome them and achieve greatness together. Action Taker, in today's show, we're going to talk about high performance and hypnosis. But before that, I'm going to read out our latest iTunes review that is quite hypnotized me. The review is by Sonia who writes, my go-to podcast while driving to work. So resourceful and inspiring. Thank you for all the long hours preparing for those podcasts. Well done and very interesting. I've learned so much, discovered so many new topics, practices and more that keeps me motivated on my path to becoming a better person. Thank you so much. Action Tribe, it is true. I put many hours into the podcast production. So whenever I get a new review, it assures me that the hard work is benefiting you. So if you want your own review to be read out as well, make sure you leave us your thoughts, your experiences and your views in the form of an iTunes review. There are two simple ways you can do it. If you're already on your podcast app on your iPhone, just hit reviews and then write a review. You can also type in this link onto your browser to directly jump on to the iTunes review page. The link is www.my7chakras.com forward slash review. That's my7chakras.com forward slash review. Action Tribe, I know you're super busy, but even one review matters because it helps us grow in rankings and attract more action takers to this community. All right, so we are now ready to welcome our very special guest for today, Dan Candel. So Dan, are you ready to inspire? I am ready. Let's do this. Awesome. So Dan Candel is a high-performance speaker, coach, and a certified consulting hypnotist and certified instructor through the National Guild of Hypnotists. He teaches people how to reprogram their subconscious minds to overcome their obstacles, achieve their full potential and get more of what they want in their personal and professional lives as well. So Dan, it was a mini intro about you. But before we move on, tell us a bit more about you. Uh, so exactly what you said is is where I go. I have a passion for helping people, a passion for motivating people. And I've been using hypnosis since I was about 13 years old to really help myself and help other people reprogram their minds to get more of what they want in life, to overcome obstacles, eliminate fears, and to reduce the stress that they face in life so they can move forward towards their goals and achieve a life of happiness that they really do deserve to live. Wonderful. Now, like we always do, let's begin with some inspiration. What is your favorite inspirational quote? And also tell us how you apply this quote in your life. Absolutely. So one of my uh, favorite 
people to to follow was Zig Ziglar. And uh, he has this amazing quote that I've implemented in my life. And it's, you can get what you want by helping other people get what they want. And if you can dream it, then you can achieve it. And I apply this to my life because I love to see people be successful. I, I've built my business on what I think being a genuine, honest, nice person. And I really do genuinely truly like to see people succeed. And I really do feel that if I help people succeed and I see that success in them, and then it sort of turns around and helps me be more successful as well. So when you help other people get what they want, you in turn will get what you want. And that's a quote by Zig Ziglar. Wonderful. Thanks a lot for sharing that really powerful and inspiring quote. When you help other people get what they want, you eventually get what you want. Action Tribe, when you find opportunities to serve others rather than just helping yourself initially, the result is your transformation as well as you get what you want. So thanks a lot for starting us on that very inspirational note. And with that, let's dive in. Dan, what is your definition of hypnosis? My definition of hypnosis is bypassing the critical factor of the subconscious mind to get into the subconscious. Now that's the scientific definition. So let me break that down for a brief (laughs) moment. Uh, Essentially, Hypnosis is acting on a suggestion as if it were real, and those suggestions become your reality. When we get into the subconscious mind, that's the part of your mind that remembers and stores every single thing you've ever heard, seen, felt, done, experienced, learned, read, smelled, and tasted. And based on that information, it composes your beliefs, your habits, your behaviors, your personality, your programs of sorts. And when we can get into that subconscious part of the mind, we can change things. And if we change just one thing, it has a domino effect. So let's say there's something that's worrying a person or something that's stressing somebody out. If we mm-hmm. helped change the way that they respond to that stress, all of a sudden it has a domino effect and it influences not just them, not just that thing that they were worrying about, but it also influences other people, how they're responding to them as well. So hypnosis is just bypassing that conscious part of the mind to get into the subconscious to start changing people's internal programs. And and like I said, helping people reprogram their minds to get more of what they want. Wonderful. So thanks a lot for that wonderful explanation. Acting on a suggestion as if it were real in a way that makes those suggestions reality so that we can enable or uh, we can create a transformation in our lives, not only in the way that we see ourselves, but also in a way that others perceive us. Is that correct? Exactly, exactly. And that's the power of hypnosis. And where a lot of people think it's mind control, AJ, it's actually allowing people and teaching people how to take control over their life. And where it might look like a hypnotist is putting somebody to sleep or into this trance, what we're actually doing is awakening within them their full potential. Got it. So for someone who's new to this space, how does hypnosis exactly work? So it's like a zone. So if you've heard of athletes getting in the zone, or even if you yourself ever daydream, or let's say you drive a car and then you zone out while you're driving and you end up at your destination. Mm -hmm. And has this ever happened to you? You're driving, you end up somewhere and you say, how did I get here? I don't remember how I got here. That's that hypnotic zone state. So it's just a receptive state and there's no one hypnotized feeling. Uh, It's like thinking. It's different for everybody. So for some people, 
conventional trance hypnosis can feel very relaxing. It can feel like they're uh, almost like they're sinking down, almost like a meditative focused state of concentration. Uh, for others, it can feel very, very light where their body feels very light or detached. And for other people, it can just feel like, you know what, my eyes are closed. I'm very conscious and aware. I'm focusing on what the hypnotist is saying. And then they they leave at the end of the session or at the end of the, the program and they notice things falling into place in their life. So it can be different for everybody, but generally hypnosis is a zone state of focus where we're narrowing down a person's focus to focus on one thing or one idea, one thought or one belief to the exclusion of others. Got it. So diving a bit deeper, what are some areas in which hypnosis can help? So there's the typical areas such as weight loss, smoking cessation, stress reduction, fears and phobias, and anxiety. And I specialize in working with people in anxiety. And I, I did build my practice as a traditional hypnotist working with people for weight loss, working with people for smoking cessation. But I have actually translated it to working with people who have anxiety, who have a lot of stress, uh, and therefore going in and not just working with people one-on-one, -on -one, but I've been working with a lot of groups online, and I've also been working with a lot of uh, entrepreneurs and business owners who feel like they're in a funk and who want to do better. And so that's where the high performance comes in. And so the main area of people that I work with now are three areas. One is people with anxiety and a lot of stress in their lives. Uh, number two are people who are entrepreneurs or business owners to teach them how to use more of their mind to succeed and motivate them, eliminate procrastination. And the third is I work with a lot of athletes, mm -hmm. athletes, uh, business owners and salespeople, people with anxiety. Those are the people that I work with. And I, I'm working with now upwards of uh, 20 athletes a week and to help them get in the zone, overcome performance anxiety, gain confidence. And confidence is a a really big part of any goal. In order to achieve any goal, you must have confidence within yourself and your ability to achieve that goal. Wonderful. So you spoke about high performance, and I'm sure that many of our listeners, some of whom are entrepreneurs, some are, you know, people at homes, maybe uh, mothers, maybe stay-at-home dads, sometimes athletes as well. So my question is, what keeps a person away from success from a subconscious perspective? Their own self-limiting beliefs and negative thought loop patterns and programs. Mm. You see, you, you wonder why. You might ask this, why are some people always succeeding? They have win after win. They're making accomplishment after accomplishment, success after success. And it seems like they have luck on their side, whereas mm. other people... It's almost like they are stuck in this endless loop of problem after problem, obstacle after obstacle. And I really do believe what holds people back from success is what they are focusing on. Uh, you see, we get more of what we focus on. So if we're focusing on problems, we get more problems. If we're focusing on obstacles, we get more obstacles. But if we're focusing on solutions, if we're focusing on how can how can 
this quote-unquote mishap or failure? How can this teach me what to do differently the next time? How, how can that really help me? What can that teach me? And when we look at things like that, it really starts to change and shift our focus. So I really do think what holds people back are negative thought loop patterns and also their focus is not in the right place. And this can be financially and high performance. It's not just for athletes and business owners. It's financially, job, career, relationship, personal life, professional life. I mean, there's areas where we all can improve upon, whether it's just focusing on daily gratitude, whether it's achieving a goal or to start doing something or stop doing something, whether it's to do more of or less of something or change a behavior. We see these people where it seems like that's so easy to them, whereas others, it's it's a chore after chore, difficulty after difficulty. And I really do think it boils down to what we're focusing on. Wonderful. So there you go, Action Tribe. Focus determines outcome. Focus on the solutions. Focus on where you want to go and focus on what you can do differently now that you've gone through that experience. Now, Dan, one of the challenges that I'm sure many people face is that they go to a workshop or they go to a class and they gain that focus, right? Mm -hmm. So they know what to focus on. But over time, over a couple of weeks, months, or maybe half a year as well, they tend to lose that focus and lose that uh, sense of state. How does a person go about keeping the focus rather than just getting that focus in the first place? That's a great question, AJ. And, and this is something that I travel all around the world talking about is how to get and stay motivated and in that right focus zone. And the biggest part of this is, just like you said, when you go to a workshop, that motivation, it's not difficult to get motivated, but it's difficult to stay motivated. When you go to a seminar, a training, a workshop, or a class, and you're there hyped up at the event, you're jumping up and down, I'm going to apply yeah. this, I'm going to do this, and that motivation usually only lasts until we drive to the airport the next day, and then it fizzles out. To sustain that, what I recommend, and this is what I teach, I recommend, number one, uh, writing it down. So writing your goals down to help yourself stay accountable and writing down the main points, but you can't just do it once. You have to do it on a daily or bi-daily basis. So you have to do it every day or every other day where you're looking at your goals, where you're writing it down and where you're refining them. And that's step one. Step two is if, uh, if you're more audio than you are visual, then to record your goals into your phone. I do this all the time. I use my smartphone, the uh, the voice memos in my smartphone, and I am constantly recording my goals. I'm constantly recording what it, uh, in my own voice what I have to get accomplished each day. And this is just a great way where you can where you're driving to work or where you're in your car, and you can listen back to that, and it sort of puts that program in your mind. So on the way home from an event, record what the main takeaways were of that event. And just replay it and keep listening to it every day or every other day. And finally, the, the last thing that I teach people is self-hypnosis. To start your day off right, to end your day right, and using a form of self-hypnosis to help, again, like I said, reprogram your subconscious mind to stay focused. And that is visualizing yourself or imagining or thinking about yourself achieving these goals every day and applying what you learned and taking action. Love that. So since you mentioned self-hypnosis, my question is, how does someone go about learning self-hypnosis? What's the process like? Yes. So there are 
hundreds, if not thousands of ways to practice and learn self-hypnosis. And one of the best ways to do it is an online course. You, you can read a book about it. However, you really want to have somebody else walking you through it and helping you install these programs before you do it mm-hmm. yourself. So if you just read a book about self-hypnosis, that's great, but there's still that part of your conscious mind that's intact, that's very tactical, that's very logical and analytical, and you're going to be analyzing the process. So the best way to go about this is through utilizing some type of online course or audio or going to see a hypnotist yourself and and having them teach you a form of self-hypnosis. But there doesn't have to be that much of a process to it. Self-hypnosis can be close your eyes at night as you fall asleep and imagine, picture, think about, or visualize yourself in the way that you want to be. So picture yourself after you've already achieved your goal. So it starts with, this is why people want to learn self-hypnosis for goal setting, and that's a predominant, the the main uh, reason. So you become aware of your goal, you close your eyes at night as you fall asleep, because that's when we go into a receptive state. That's like a natural hypnotic state as we're falling asleep at night and as we're waking up in the morning. And as you fall asleep at night and as you're waking up in the morning, imagine yourself, picture, visualize, or think of yourself as if you've already achieved your goal and sort of step into that image and imagine the feelings of that image. And this is something that I do give away uh, for free on my website. I do have a uh, a free it's called the ultimate goal achievement system that people can sign up for. And it is an audio and video series where it helps teach people a form of self-hypnosis to achieve their goals. Wonderful. So speaking about your website, I noticed that in your website, you also help people get better sleep. Yes, yes. Yeah. How is that possible? (laughs) Yeah. So sleep is one of the main things that is necessary uh, to be focused throughout the day. If we don't have a good night's sleep, we're going to wake up worried. We're going to wake up anxious. We're going to wake up in a negative mood and say, oh my gosh, I didn't sleep well last night. So this day is going to go horrible. But when we wake up From a good night's sleep, Mm -hmm. we feel well-rested. It gives our brain a chance to recharge. And my super sleep program, this is something that a lot of doctors give away to their patients. Even if they're on sleeping medications, if they've been diagnosed with sleep disorders, a lot of doctors actually give them this program uh, that the doctors refer to as the hypnotic sleeping pill. (laughs) And (laughs) I have to tell you, it was interesting because um, a lot of people buy my programs online and it's great because it gives people a chance to, to know how this works. But also, everywhere I go, people, there, there's somebody there that usually knows who I am. So I was actually in the gym several weeks ago, and I was on the treadmill. I had forgotten my headphones, and this guy screams down at the other end of the gym, Hey, buddy, my wife and I sleep with you every night. <laughs> and I said, what? So the guy walks down and he says, he says are, you, are, are you Dan Candell, the hypnotist? I said, yes, I'm, I'm Dan. He said, um... He said, dude, I have to tell you, he said, my wife and I have totally different sleeping patterns. And we got your super sleep course for, uh, from, for our kids because our kids didn't sleep well. So we would play it at night for them and it helped them fall asleep. So my wife and I figured it m- might work for us. He says, so you have to imagine this. We used to have totally different sleeping patterns. She used to be a night owl. I used to fall asleep at the drop of a hat. 
He said, she sleeps with one headphone in and I sleep with the other headphone in and we fall asleep now ear to ear. Mm. <laughs> and I thought that was really cute. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this works with a few different principles. One is hypnotic programming uh, where I'm actually using a uh, formalized hypnotic induction to encourage a relaxed state. The second is the music that I use. Uh, there's binaural beats and tones in the music that I use, so it helps uh, stimulate the proper brain waves, for, uh, uh, which is delta brain waves. So it brings you down alpha, beta, theta, and delta so that you can go into those deep sleep waves. And also subconscious stimulation through the use of uh, subconscious programming and subliminal messages. And those are lower tones where my voice is coming in from all different sides, all different ways, and uh, it just creates kind of this subconscious flooding as to where your subconscious mind just says, well, I give up, and then you go to sleep. And it puts people to sleep in about 8 to 15 minutes of listening to it. That is amazing. No, then thanks a lot for sharing that story. Sure. That is really inspiring to, you know, meet somebody who's been using your program out of the blue, right? You were in your gym and you didn't really expect that. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. a situation where you were giving a presentation or you were with your clients. It was at the gym. So right. that's really wonderful. Now, I've read that hypnosis at many times works almost instantly. Yes. Is that correct? Yes, it is. So, of course, there's many different ways of hypnosis. Everybody has their own style. Sure. But hypnosis, the new way of doing hypnosis, I guess you would say, that it's it's not a new way. It's just being come back around is, is instantaneous hypnosis. And when people come into my office privately, I usually hypnotize them very, very quickly within about three seconds to, to one or two minutes. And that's all we really need to hypnotize a person. But then there's other hypnotists as well, and, and they're taking 30 to 45 minutes to hypnotize someone. And I said, I just don't have that kind of time. And especially my clients don't have that kind of time. So that's why I hypnotize people very quickly. Now, in an audio or in my audio uh, hypnosis trainings and programs and all my programs online, I'm taking about three or four, maybe five minutes to hypnotize people in, in those audios, and which is still very quick, but it's just like zoning out. Zoning out doesn't take four hours, 40 minutes, mm -hmm. or even four minutes. It usually happens instantly when we have another thought. And hypnosis is the same way, AJ, where it's uh, something that is when you follow the suggestions in the right format, you get the right results. If you don't follow the suggestions, you might not get the results you want or you'll get totally different results. But hypnosis is something that can be automatic. And mm -hmm. there are some people that can be hypnotized instantly. There are some people that do need a little bit longer. But most generally, it's something that can occur within just a few seconds. Wonderful. So thanks a lot for sharing that. Absolutely. Now, based on what you've shared, it's clear that you've changed so many people's lives over the years. But I'm curious, what has been the most inspiring hypnosis transformation story that you've come across over the years? So this is actually with one of my private clients. I work with a lot of teenagers and mm. specifically teenagers who are going through a really rough time where they don't accept themselves. They're very anxious. And as a consequence, they might have some negative perceptions. They don't accept themselves. So there was a girl where her sister had actually come in to see me and she had come in to see me for picking, like skin picking. And it worked pretty well for her sister, but 
This girl, she was, I think she was 14 or 15 years old. And she came in for what they call uh, trick, trichotillomania, and, and it's hair pulling mm. and picking. And it wasn't just the hair pulling that was the problem. It, that was a uh, that was a symptom of the problem. We found out that the main problem was purely because she just couldn't accept herself. Every time she uh, every time she would look at herself in the mirror every time she'd see a picture of herself she'd be she would just be so so depressed and we did four sessions with her i have a program it's called two months of transformation and uh, i do this one-on-one with people in my office and i also do this in group programs online but uh, my program two months of transformation is what she'd gone through after two months she left my program she was doing really really well and then i got a letter from her and it was a handwritten letter, which I got it, and honestly, it brought tears to my eyes. And she said, Dan, after working with you, I finally felt like that dark cloud that was hovering over my head was gone. She said, I didn't tell this to anybody else. She said, but I thought this was basically, if I didn't get help, it was going to be the end. And I don't, you know, you could assume what she meant by that, but we try not to go there. And and um, and it was just such this inspirational letter that she had wrote of the journey that she had gone through and the transformation that she had gone through. And it was absolutely amazing. It was so wonderful to see how she gained confidence, how she accepted herself after that. And these are the typical stories that I have in my practice. But that one stood out specifically because of that letter she wrote and how much it it really meant to her. And I wrote her another letter back. I said, look, I I really appreciate your, your feedback. I said, but I didn't do anything to you. I said, this had to all come from within you. Every single thing that we gained access to already lived within you. You just forgot about it or you didn't know. Uh, so I, I try not to take credit for people's successes that they have. I want them to take credit for that success because I'm just a facilitator in the process. It's them that has within them what they already need to be successful in their own way. So I love that you mentioned that it all comes from within you and you are really the facilitator that is enabling such a transformation that's amazing so are there any misconceptions or myths associated with hypnosis that you'd like to clear out today absolutely uh, <laughs> this is the fun <laughs> part <laughs> because there are so many myths and misconceptions and um one of the things i started off doing and i still do i still do some of these are the comedy hypnosis stage shows and this was how I started my business and, and it's how I got my clients. And people would say, wow, if you can make somebody dance on stage like Lady Gaga, you can make me lose 10 pounds or something like that. So a big misconception comes from things that people hear in the media or read in a book because everything online is true, right? So, uh, so people think that sometimes hypnosis is satanic or it's evil or it's mind control uh, or it's being unconscious or that they'll divulge secrets of some sorts, and it's not that whatsoever. So I can only illustrate this in telling a story of, of something that happened a few years ago when I was uh, about to do a hypnosis show in New Jersey in the United States. And I was just about to do a show for a Catholic high school and the show was sold out. And Uh the headmaster of the school comes over to me and he says, Mr. Candell, we have a problem. I said, what's what's the issue? He said, there are parents protesting your presence at this very moment in time in the parking lot. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I said, I said, sweet. I said, can I go see? So he takes me outside, and sure enough, there's 12 parents picketing with big signs that say Dan Candell is the spawn of Satan. <laughs> so, uh, so I went up to the, the main woman in charge, and I knew it was her because she put a lot of time into this. She put glitter on her sign. She bedazzled it. Like, she put a lot of time into this. It was clear she was the leader of the pack. And I went up to her, and I said, excuse me, ma'am, uh, what's the problem? She said, we don't want our children exposed to this satanic ritual. I said, well, what do you think is satanic about it? She said, this person is going to get into our children's minds, and he's going to unleash Satan in them, and, and he's so satanic, he's going to control them to do evil things. And, and, and she just went on this tirade, and I, I said to her, I said, ma'am, do you know who I am? I said, because hypnosis isn't evil. It's not mind control. In fact, we use it for therapeutic purposes every single day. <laughs> and, and I realized she had no idea who I was. So I said, ma'am, I'm Dan Candell. I'm the one on your sign. And without skipping a BAJ, she steps back. She grabs her crucifix and she says, you, sir, are the spawn of Satan. And she screams it in mm. my face. So I look at her and I, I lost it. I said, yes, I am. And she just dropped that sign and <laughs> she ran away. But <laughs> I, I had to tell that story because sometimes people do think, Hypnosis is going uh, is some form of mind control, and it's not. Uh, hypnosis, as I said, is a way to give control, uh, give people control back of their lives and and parts of their lives that may feel is out of or beyond control. Another big misconception is that people think hypnosis is sleep, which it's not. Hypnosis, as I said, looks like someone is sleeping, or it could look like somebody is sleeping. But it's actually a process that helps awaken within people the traits and attributes that they need to get better at something. And a lot of people also think that hypnosis is a lie detector or truth serum, and it's not. It can't be further from the mm. truth. That's why we, we don't hypnotize criminals to confess or divulge something that they did. We don't. It's just impossible. In fact, people would be a better liar under hypnosis or in hypnosis than they would in just a regular state. And, and, and the final misconception is that people can get stuck in hypnosis. And I hear this all the time. Mm. So Dan, what happens if we're hypnotized by you and then you drop dead? <laughs> and I say, <laughs> well, it wouldn't be my problem anymore. But <laughs> if, if something really did happen like that, if, if a person was hypnotized and uh, in the person hypnotizing them, something happened to that other person, the hypnotized individual would, number one, would just get bored and they'd fall asleep. But what would typically happen is they would, after about 30 seconds of hearing silence, they would know something's wrong and they'd open up their eyes and they would correct the problem because you are totally aware of everything that's going on when you are hypnotized. Like I said, it's, it's, it's very similar to zoning out while you're driving or zoning out when you're reading a book. Mm -hmm. Or even you see people nowadays zoning out while they're texting on their cell phone or playing, um, uh, playing some of those popular games when they're going chasing little creatures, imaginary creatures and stuff like that. And people end up in the middle of a pond and they don't know how they got there. <laughs> yeah. So hypnosis is, is just its own state. It's totally safe. It helps people take control instead of taking control from them. It helps people take control. 
Well, thanks a lot for sharing that story and the other insights that you've shared so far. For someone listening to the show right now who really wants to take some action towards a transformation, what is it one action step, just one step that you'd like to recommend for our listeners today? Write it down. I mean, that that's that's the first step is write it down so you can let it get crystal clear, almost as if you were writing a little biography write down exactly how you want to be, exactly what you want to accomplish. And I want you to write down what you want, not what you don't want. And and here's the difference. Um, I do a lot of conversational hypnosis as well, where I don't ever have people close their eyes. It's just very conversational. And I lead people through a transformation in that regard. And it's literally, AJ, it's like a copy and paste. You know, How do you feel and how do you want to feel instead? And a lot of people say, I, you know, I, I've just been feeling so anxious and so nervous and so stressed and worried. I say, okay, how do you want to feel instead? Well, I don't want to feel anxious. I don't want to feel nervous. I don't want to feel stressed. It's okay. That I, I don't want to know how you don't want to feel. How do you want to feel? Well, I want to feel, I guess I want to feel calm. I want to feel relaxed and I want to feel in control. So if you can write down exactly how you want to feel and what you want to have happen, versus what you do not want to have happen or versus how you do not want to feel. Just by writing that down puts you in a resource state. And whenever you're achieving any goal, you need to be in a resource state. And this is very important for people to realize and understand. The, the more they focus on their feelings, because our feelings are, are, are good to pay attention to, they're telling us whether we're on course or off course with something, and when we're experiencing bad feelings, bad emotions, it's usually or, or stress, it's usually telling us that we're not in a resource state. When we're feeling good, things are easier, we're in a resource state. So just by writing down how you want to feel, how you want to be, almost like you were writing a narrative of some sorts, and it doesn't have to be long, it can just be a paragraph. That is one of the best steps to start to succeed. And this is how I start almost every day. I take out a steno pad or a notebook and I just write down the things that I want to accomplish that day so I can just be very aware of it and crush it because you want to open up that awareness of your mind and of your life so you can become aware of it and you can become aware of your feelings so that you can crush it. And that's one of the steps is write it down, write down how you want to be, how you want to feel versus how you do not. So action for for today's show notes, visit my7chakras.com forward slash 170. That's my7chakras.com forward slash 170. You can accept reality or you can persist in your purpose until reality accepts you. This is an amazing quote by Robert Broad. Action Tribe, the message is crystal clear here. You have the choice. It's all up to you. Take full responsibility for where you are and where you are going to go. And as Dan is also sharing today, as you write down your goals, focus on where you want to go as opposed to where you do not want to go and embracing your circumstances, you really bring the power into your hands. And when you have that transformative power, even reality can't help but accepting what you've outlined for yourself. So Dan, take us back to a time when you experienced a major life's challenge. Firstly, how did you encounter it? And then what steps did you take to overcome that challenge? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's interesting because every time I 
in the past where I've taught a class or or when I have uh, conducted a workshop of some sort, it's almost like a challenge presented itself in my life that forced me to use the the skills that I teach people. One of the earliest ones that, and, and this is part of what I talk about in my speeches, one of the earliest ones, I was 13 years old and I had a learning disability. And it was really holding me back. I couldn't focus. I couldn't concentrate. What was taking my friends literally 20 minutes to do would take me two hours to do. And I was depressed. I was just nervous. I wasn't going to succeed in school. And I saw a stage hypnotist. And when I saw that stage hypnotist, he was talking about the power of the mind and everything like that. And he had hypnotized a bunch of people on stage. And I was really intrigued by this. And my parents found out I was interested. So uh, they bought me a book and a v- back then it was a VHS tape and I read the book and it was the first book that I had read the first way through and memorized the entire thing and uh, and it was a hypnosis book called Hypnosis for Beginners and in that book there's part of it called How to Hypnotize Yourself to Get What You Want or uh, and there's another part How to Hypnotize Yourself to Get Better Grades so I used self hypnosis when I was thirty. 13. And that was my first intro. And I, within three weeks, I trained my brain to focus, to concentrate, and to learn, to use that learning disability and turn it into an ability. And my grades improved substantially in three weeks to the point where my teachers asked, okay, buddy, what are you doing? And I, I told them, I said, oh, I'm hypnotizing myself. So they asked if I would then teach it to other students. And I did, and that is one of the one of the ways that. And again, it just boils down to focus, and it boils down to how to get into a zone state. That's one of the first challenges that I used hypnosis to to help overcome. That challenge was a major focus problem, something that would have held me back substantially. That actually pushed me forward, and and has now pushed forward several thousand students that I've worked with. So based on what you've shared with us, based on your story, what is that one major life lesson that you'd like to share with our listeners today? The major life lesson is don't sweat the small stuff and all stuff is small stuff. Um, yeah. You know, I have I have faced some, some really, really big challenges in my life where I have faced with some people in my family, drug addiction, alcoholism. And, you know, if I didn't know these, I want to call them tricks of the mind, if you will, and just say, you know what, there's a reason for everything. There is a reason for everything to the point where I literally have to start thinking about what is the reason for this and what can this teach me. And I'll give you a perfect example of this. Three days ago, I taught a class to all entrepreneurs and I videotaped the class and I was going to uh, turn that into a product for coaches, consultants, and hypnotists. And I got all these entrepreneurs together in one room and we had like the video, we had the video camera going and it was a, a great event. And I was so happy that we, that we got it done. And, and I'm like, yes, this is great. This is going to help so many people. And AJ I plugged the video camera into my computer yesterday and there was no sound. The microphone was off when we were videotaping wow. the whole thing. So I said, okay, you know what? I could throw the video camera out my window right now, <laughs> but that's not going to yeah. do anything. I said, okay, so what is this What is this teaching me? I said, you know what? It wasn't meant to work out in that way. So I just found a different solution to overcome that. And the solution was, you know what? 
this was a two-hour class I taught, and it really should be like a half-day program. So I set up my video camera again and um, uh, in my backdrop that I use, and I went through the program, and I said, you know, I, this is something that I teach, but the reason why I am not showing you the video of it is because I wasn't meant to, because I was meant to break down all the components to make sure you get everything you need to make it much better than attending one of my uh, one of the live classes. So so I really do think there's a reason for everything and uh it really is turning that old saying turn lemons into lemonade and finding the solutions. I, I mean that's one of the biggest things don't sweat the small stuff all stuff is small stuff and find almost find the light in even the, what others would see as to be really dark places. And and I was telling people about this yesterday. Oh, you know, the video didn't work out. The video didn't work out. And I realized, you know, I was pouring so much energy and focus into this. Other people are saying, Dan, we feel so bad for you. I said, no, don't feel bad for me. I said, you know what? I just redo it. There's no big deal. There's, I can't go and change the fact that the microphone was turned off. So um, hmm. uh, so there's these these little lessons that you pick up here and there. And, and a big part of this is, you know what, there's nothing you could change about some things, but you can change how you respond to them in the future and you can change how you do them in the future, which will change your outcome. So thanks a lot for sharing your story about your childhood. Uh, you mentioned that when you were 13 years old, you had a learning disability, which I'm sure is a major challenge, especially when you're in school and you noticed that you were taking a very long time to grasp some concepts and material. Uh, you wanted to make a change in your life and you heard about a hypnotist and your parents got you the book and a tape and you read it, you memorized it because I think you were really desperate to see a change in your life. Yes. And within three weeks, <laughs> uh, that's amazing. You noticed that your grades improved. Your teachers were completely surprised. And at that point, they said, well, if that's affecting you, why don't you teach everyone else as well, right? Because other, other students could also benefit from what you're doing. And you did it. And through that experience, obviously, you took many other steps, many other actions that uh, led you to where you are today. And uh, you told us that it's all about getting in the zone. And if things don't work out, don't sweat the small stuff. So thanks a lot for that amazing story. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. And AJ, you call your tribe, is it the action tribe you call them? Your listeners? That's right. I, I think that is so fantastic. And I mean, it makes, I want to be a part of the action tribe. <laughs> of course. <laughs> All I guess are. <laughs> that sounds so amazing. And, um, and you know what, part of, I think part of success is creating a community of people that support you and have like-minded visions and goals. And, you know, I, I've been doing some research um, about your podcast and radio show, and and I, it really is something that that helps a lot of people out. and And you've created this amazing tribe for your uh, and this amazing community of of great like minded people. And it's it's amazing to be able to get a part uh, of this to to share this with people also. Thanks a lot, Dan. It really means a lot coming from you. And Action Tribe, the objective of this show, as we're learning, is to expose you to new ideas, new ways of thinking, new practices as well, so that you're able to build your awareness day by day, month by month, year by year. And sometimes even though you, you might be taking a lot of action, finding your life's calling might take some time. And there might be moments when you feel that you're doing all the hard work, you're putting in all the effort, but it isn't showing any results. So whenever you're in doubt, Ask yourself, do I love what I do? 
because the heart knows what it wants. And the late Steve Jobs knew that very well because he once said, the only way to do great work is to love what you do. If you haven't found it yet, keep looking. Don't settle. So Dan, it's clear (laughs) through our conversation that you absolutely love what you do. So my question is, as on today, what is your life's purpose? I think my life's purpose is to change as many people's lives as I can. And I was given this platform and it's totally transformed even in the past 12 months where I was just working with people one-on-one and uh, then I got the opportunity to go and speak internationally and to do a TED Talk. And you know what, AJ, that has completely transformed my life and my life's purpose and the platform that I've been given to change a lot of people's lives. And that's what I do now is, is I mainly now work with people in groups and I teach people how to do this type of work. I teach people how to uh, not just lead themselves through transformations, but also how to have an influence on other people to lead other people through the transformations that they need to as well. So that is amazing. Now, as you look back at your life, your practice, your clients, your community, the memories that you've had. Was there ever a defining moment that really changed your life? Yes. Yep. You know, I, as I said, I really do believe in surrounding yourself with people who support you instead of who hold you back. And and you know what? It, they don't have to. Uh, so, for example, like a spouse, a spouse doesn't have to understand what you do, but they should support you in it. And the same thing with your friends. Like, I'll, I'll be totally honest. My spouse, my friends, they don't really get what I do. Uh, you know, I was on the front cover of a magazine the other day. I, I got this opportunity to go uh, speak in Vegas three times and train this big group of people in Vegas three times. And and my friends and my family are like, okay, but I'm to them, I'm just Dan. I should, to them, just be just Dan. But then there's other people who really do have a profound impact on your life. And uh, a good friend and, and now colleague and business partner who I've been working with for a couple of years, a couple of years ago, he had seen one of my live events, and I, I knew who he was, kind of. He kind of knew who I was, but we had never met. And he came to one of my live events, and... Uh, he had asked me after that event, he said, you know, Dan, I, I see something in you. Uh, he said, I am a coach. And he said, I have this big uh, training coming up where there's going to be 200 people attending and I want you to be the keynote speaker. And I'm like, well, you know, I, I don't really do that. I, I I work with people one-on-one. I do I do hypnosis shows. And, and so he flew me to, I think it was Florida, and I I gave this talk to all these people as how to use more of their subconscious mind, how to reprogram their subconscious mind, and just to see the shift that 200 people went through in one hour, whereas I was just working one-on-one with people to get that shift. Now I was able to do this with 200 people. That pivotal moment changed my life. And I said, I found my calling. I found my passion. I said, yes, I still do love working with people one-on-one. I said, but you know what? The more people I can be in front of, the more people I can influence in a positive way, the better. So it was that one, one instance that really was the turning point for me in realizing I can do this. Well, thanks a lot for sharing that defining moment with us. And with that, we've arrived at the very last round for today, a rapid fire round that's called the wisdom round. So my first question is, 
Out of all the advice that you've received, what is the best advice that someone's ever given you? Be true to yourself. Wonderful. So name a personal habit that keeps you going. Uh, personal habit is finding the light in even the darkest of places. And I start doing this by writing it down. So Dan, what is your morning routine like? Or do you even have a morning routine? Yeah, so my morning routine is usually, if I can, I like to get up before going on social media, before checking my email, and getting down my must-dos, writing down my goals and what I want to achieve. And I I have <laughs> sitting next to me on my desk as I talk to you, one, two, three, four uh, notepads with all of these action steps over the past few months where every day I basically write out a page of must-dos. And, and that's what I, how I really like to, to start off my day just to get myself in the right frame of mind. So name a book that you'd like to recommend for our listeners and action takers today. Perfect. Um, the book that I would like to re- recommend, and it's a great introduction to hypnosis and it's the first hypnosis book that I ever read that got me into hypnosis when I was 13 was Hypnosis for Beginners by William H. Hewitt. And if you want to learn more about hypnosis, um, I think this is a a great, uh, it was a great resource for me. And if a 13-year-old kid with a learning disability can read it, you can too. (laughs) Wonderful. We'll have that as well in the show notes. Action Tribe, to access today's show notes, visit my7chakras.com forward slash 170. That's our website, forward slash 170. So Dan, thank you so much for joining us today, for sharing those really, really inspiring and entertaining stories for us. Before you go, tell us one thing that you are truly grateful for and uh, also tell us the best way we can find you. Sure. Uh, The thing I'm truly grateful for, I just moved to Connecticut and uh, from Massachusetts to Connecticut and we got a a great house here and and a great lot of land. Mm. I am truly grateful uh, right now. (laughs) I am truly grateful to have the opportunity to be in this house, to be in, in this space. It is free, it is clear, and uh, and it's it's definitely reinvigorating to move where moving is normally one of one of the yeah. top three stressors. But but this is what I'm what I'm truly grateful for is to wake up in this new house every morning and to have a nice warm cup of coffee on a cool Connecticut New England day. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Is it is it away from the big city? Is is it like Yes, so I went from city living to country living. <laughs> oh, that is amazing. Big change. You know, <laughs> if given an option, I really prefer country living compared to city living. Yep. Because I was just yesterday in uh, interior British Columbia in a place called yes. Kamloops. Yep. And that place is really amazing. I live in Vancouver. Yep. But uh you know, the scenic beauty of Kamloops, the hills and the snow peaks uh, as well. And, uh, you know, the uh, different colors of trees and different types of trees. That's really invigorating, as you mentioned rightly. The oxygen is so much more fresh there. So I completely, completely agree with you and congrats on your new place. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us on today's show, talking to us about the power of hypnosis yes. and taking us one step closer to a human revolution. Sure. And if I can, I put something together, uh, something special for your listeners, AJ, and that is if you do go on my website, which is dancandell.com, you'll see I have a variety of different uh, self-improvement online programs. And if you type in the coupon code AJ Radio, all in caps, AJ Radio, you get 10% off any of my programs. Well, thanks a lot for being so incredibly kind. We'll have that link 
up in the show notes as well. Awesome. AJ, thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Action Tribe was great talking to you as well. And um, I look forward to hearing from how this helps and transforms all of your lives too. You are listening to My 7 Chakras. Go to mysevenchakras.com. Download your free gift, get inspired, and take action. Transform your life today.